You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? It's a brand new episode of Off Book presented to you by Broadway Black. We're here to hit our marks. And we're going to do it right now. I'm Drew Shade. I'm Danye Rakim Love. Yes. Come on, Rakim. Come through. Yes. Get real black on the road quick. I love that. Let them know what that R stands for. Because I heard on. last week when Jordan said the R stands for ready, I said, oh, I like that. Come through, Jordan. You said the R stands for what? The R stands for ready. Yeah. I said, come you through. You stay on ready. Come through, Jordan. Come on. So I had to like let them know what real T is. Okay, come on. Ready and Rakim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so behind on listening to the episodes. Oh, my gosh. I need to go and listen. You do. I be forgetting. I mean, I be here, but like, yeah, I be forgetting what actually you know be going down, and sometimes we be saying some crazy stuff. Uh, well, I, or at least, I mean, I, I will do. say it's like uh, sometimes if if like I don't listen to for the most part, I always do listen to like an episode. But I think about Oprah would always say she never watched the episode of the Oprah Show because she did it. Yeah, so she, she was experienced there. it. Yeah, so like she didn't need to rewatch it, um, and it was like. <laughs> One time I tried to be like Oprah and not listen to an episode, and I was like, this feels crazy. I got to listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pull no Oprah. <laughs> right. But she be doing episodes every day, though, too. Like every, Two times a day. Right. And so she's always preparing for the next episode, exactly. too. So it's like, I ain't got time to be sitting down and watch. Don't I, got I, time. I was there. <laughs> you don't got time. But then I think about Beyonce, who literally watches everything every, she does. Oh, my God. I'm like, I don't know how she does it. Neither do I. Like, and this homecoming, have we? Did we really get into homecoming? I don't know. Did we? I mean, because that's a theater experience. It is. That it's is a, a theatrical, theater, experience. well crafted. I mean, she incubated with that eight months. Mm-hmm. To you could tell she watched The Wiz a few times. Oh, she watched. She oh was in it to win it. Yeah, she watched Drumline. She watched it all. Yeah, she was in there. Like, mm-hmm. she created her own fraternity sorority. Like she did. And we are all we and members. I and I, yes, I'm, in a I'm. I pledged. I've already been underground. Come I've already, through. you know, been through the, the process. Like you've been through the fire. Like I'm real. And through the like, rain. Yeah, through the burning sands. Yes. Like the Beyonce sands. <laughs> like <laughs> the burning Beyonce. Like seriously. Oh my goodness. And like we all had to learn the baby boy dance on uh-huh. the sand. Um, like we all had to. You know, there were certain key elements that we all had to learn. Which were. Know? 
the the baby boy uh-huh. uh, dance break on the sand with the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, that was part of our burning sands ritual, as well as uh, the single ladies dancing on the sun. Single ladies is also mm-hmm. that's like that's the very first thing you uh-huh, because that's like, like the staple. Like you have to. Like, no single if you can't get that, then you can't be a you, part of yeah, it. Yeah, you just can't like, even. Like, that's, get that, that's you the can't audition. Be a part of it. Like, that's the audition. I get like, it. Like, that's the informational. That's what uh-huh. they teach you at the informational. Very that. Um, yeah, so, like, we did that. Uh-huh. And we also did um, Standing on the Sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a very integral point. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you have to be able to uh, do green light. Um, and freak them dress the mix. You got to be able to, you know, do both of those. Oh, that one and countdown. Um, countdown is not necessarily up there just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, they're thinking about implementing it uh, okay. in the in the coming. Wait, can you share all this? I mean, yes, we all are part of the hive. We all are part of the process. Uh, I feel like some people ain't. I mean, well, they shouldn't really be listening to this show then. <laughs> Should they? I'm no, like, but... now they're trying to figure out. They got all the inside scoop. No, but seriously. Um, Homecoming is is such a, a dynamic. I mean, you every single time I watch it, I've I've caught something different, something mm-hmm. new. I've learned something new. Um, it's almost like it is shooting out into the world, just like patience and freedom and mm-hmm. vulnerability and blackness. Like the moment you turn it on, your home is. It's almost like an aura. Like yeah, it's it's ridiculous how much it has changed hearts and and people's minds mm-hmm. um and uplifted them and encouraged them like i've been seeing white people talk about home like really? everybody's talking about homecoming yes like oh, wow. even um oh don't give me the line uh sandra oh ah. talked about it in one of her speeches like how much she was inspired by it and how yes. it was granted the, yeah. sandra oh is a full live asian woman yes yes right <laughs> right oh i mean i was assuming everybody knows who sandra oh is she's uh-huh. like the only asian woman that's ever uh-huh. like done everything <laughs> From Grey's Anatomy. Um, but I did almost say Constance Wu, so I do apologize. In my head, I apologize. Yeah, I'm like, you didn't even have to. <laughs> I didn't have to say that, but in my head, I, I was like, that's why I was pausing for a minute. I said, what is her uh-huh. name? It's Sandra. Oh, you wanted Constance. to write your unsaid wrong. Right, right. That's what that was. But in my head, I was already beating uh-huh. myself up like, damn. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I was like, damn, I c- why I can't get the name? <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> that's I called did. growth. It is. That's you know? called growth. I-, I waited to speak until I knew what the fuck I was talking about. Because <laughs> sometimes, you know, I'd just be, I'd be flipping at the mouth. You be getting your life. I mean, yeah, you know, uh-huh. God gave you be it. Getting your linguistics life. God gave it to me. Come through. Anyway, though, um, what was your favorite part of homecoming? Um, what was my favorite part of homecoming? Um, Chris, I'm asking you next, so get ready. Lord have mercy. Uh, what was my favorite part of homecoming? Um, I don't know so much if it was a favorite part, but I do know there was one moment when I started to get emotional and mm-hmm. I was just thinking of um just how all these like all the people who were a part of it like and I remember some of them said how they felt like family how they felt yeah. like this was like a real live community right mm-hmm. um and how they said they looked to the left they looked to the right and everybody looked like them yeah and like i think that was the moment that like really uh just made me emotional just thinking about how that's not like always the case especially yeah. when you get to and it's so sad when you get to certain spaces normally these spaces are like elevated spaces you don't see you as much and like you're a part of the minority more and more but to be on this huge ass platform with Beyonce and she can literally do whatever she wants cast whoever she wants literally but 
all blackness and everywhere you look everyone looks like you um i thought that was beautiful so beautiful mm-hmm. my favorite part was um the girl that shouted out fuck it up bitch during <laughs> lift every voice and sing <laughs> like just the just the opposite ends of the spectrum of that yes whole, lift every That's voice up and sing, and like it's one of them pauses in there and she's like fuck it up bitch <laughs> That like, is blackness. Um, that is that is my moment. absolute favorite yes. thing ever. <laughs> fuck it up, bitch. Yes, <laughs> like, her voice and sing. We needed her I'm to fuck for it up. It. Like yes, and she did. And the people didn't even know that that was a song. Like oh my gosh. Yeah, I seen somebody on Twitter talking about something. They just thought it was the birthday song when people sang it. At, well, who's singing "Lift Every Voice and Sing" at birthdays? What? I swear to you, I, somebody the birthday said song, the birthday song, and I'm saying who is what singing? birthdays they been at? That's what I'm saying. Who is singing "Lift Every Voice and Sing" at the birthday? <laughs> Like, seriously, Chris, what was your favorite part? Why you over there giggling and shit? Damn. So I haven't checked it out yet. I literally, I but, was thinking, but, are you but, serious? But, 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 like, but, hold up. Did, did, did that nigga see it? Hold up. Hold up. Give me a second. Hold on for a second. Like, wait, did, did Chris, are you serious? Hold on for a second. All right, I'll you have you serious. know. I'll have you know. I stream a lot of Beyonce music, all right? So that's, that's contributing. I have you know. That's contributing What'd in a way. What you be streaming it for? I mean, all... A lot of dance for you and and but standing what you on the streaming it for? I mean, you know, just a lot of activities that like, <laughs> he already let you know. Like, like he gave he a very specific song, so it lets you know why he be streaming it. You didn't even need to continue because he set up why. Okay, no, he gonna look because I said what you be streaming it for. You know, a little dance for you, a little. I said, but no, not what you be streaming. What you be streaming it for? <laughs> he lets you know with that particular song. You already know what I gave. know, but I'm just I but you. You wanted more. Yes. You wanted more. Just saying. There's that. Was Amber there? No, I mean, so anyway, continue the show. Was, <laughs> was Amber there? I literally can't. I literally can't. He said he skipped that question. Uh-huh. Shout out to Amber. Shout out to Amber. Shout out to Amber. Woo, Shout she's out, to out in, uh, what's she out in, uh, Jersey? Albuquerque, oh. Is it Albuquerque? No, I made that up. Oh, <laughs> nigga. I was about to go with it. Like, okay. <laughs> Albuquerque. Um, she's out there doing a show with Ruben Santiago. We talked about that a couple weeks uh-huh. ago. Um, I forget the name of it, but we'll talk about it later. Because mm-hmm. I think there was a quote that she put up recently that Ruben said that really inspired me. Mm, um, so I'll bring that back around later on. But yeah, um, we just started talking about homecoming. We didn't talk about Nothing. what we did this week. Mm-mm. Okay. Go ahead, you go. You go. You go. You go. Uh-uh, go. Go. I'll go last since I haven't been here in a while. So you go. <sighs> okay. Um. Ooh. What? <laughs> I'm like, do you want to talk about your week? Huffing and puffing, <laughs> like you're the big bad wolf. Um, I was the big bad wolf last night when I went to Candy's Dungeon. Oh, come through. <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait, what did I mean? I went to Candy's Dungeon. Like, wait, did you have to get dressed up as the Big Bad Wolf? I got dressed up. Who were you? What did you get dressed up so, as? So, have you heard about the dungeon? No. So, Candy from Real Housewives of Atlanta, mm-hmm. from Escape mm-hmm. fame, um, remember on the show when she got accused of trying to drug Portia and bring her to her sex dungeon at her house? Because uh-huh. Phaedra says she had a sex dungeon. Mm-hmm. The, well, lies, the lies, the right, lies, the lies. Right, right. Mm-hmm. These were the lies. But, you know, Candy's always good for turning something around and to making the money off I of know it, that's making right. profit. So she's created this show called The Dungeon. Come through. And she brings in other artists like Axe, uh-huh. and they wear, you know, men's lingerie and women's lingerie uh-huh. and uh, just 
a it's I like a sex right. dungeon. Uh-huh. And so, you know, no phones are no phones are allowed, but sometimes they be having the phones out. But um she had uh, on the tour she's had Trina, she's had Tamar, mm-hmm. um, she's had Delicious from Flavor of Love. Yes, I remember so Delicious. So in New York this this particular show last night they had uh Little Mo. I'll come through. Uh, Lil Flocka's wife. Uh, okay. Lil Flocka. Lil Flocka. <laughs> What's his name? Flocka Flocka Waka Waka Flocka. Um, What's his name? Waka Flocka. I know his name. Waka Flocka Flame. <laughs> I know his name, but I'll be always being confused. Say that I ten say, times fast. Because I said Little Waka. Little Waka Flame. Little Waka Waka Flame. Waka Flocka wife, Tammy Rivera. Uh huh. But she sings this song that I really love. Oh really? Called "You Ain't the Only One." Who could turn your phone off? You got to get into that. It's her song? Yes. Okay. It's so good, though. Like, oh, I didn't even know nothing about this Oh, song. she's so good. I know nothing about um, her. I could have sworn I played that for you before. Maybe. Um, get into it. It's called You Ain't the Only One mm-hmm. by Tammy Rivera. So she sang. Delicious sang. Ooh. Um, you know, Delicious could sing. I forgot all about it. I forgot, I forgot all, all about, about it, too. I f- you are reminding <laughs> me. But she got a new, uh, she got like a, a whole new presence. Like, I mean, I was going. I'm like, what do that mean? A whole new body face, like, like she's she a whole new everything. She's a whole new person. Is her name still delicious? Her name is still delicious. Okay. She's still going by delicious. The name that Flav but gave her. But she just completely brand new up in the game. She has a new nose. Like she has, uh, it looks like new boobs. Like she just lo- she looks great. She just looks completely different she than said, she did now on the you show. See me now, you don't. Like she has hips. I don't know if her butt is real or not, but like it don't even matter. She looks great. She uh-huh. looks fantastic. She did whatever she wanted to do to her body to make her feel the way she wanted to feel and she, it looks fantastic. She got great work done. Come through. Um, but it was just interesting to see her in this capacity and she was singing. Um, Little Mo was there. I said Little Mo already, didn't I? You said Little Mama? No, Little Mama was not there. Okay, so it was Little Mo. Yeah, Little Mo, not Little Mama. Okay. Um, Scratch Little Mama from the record. Please. Um, you not here for Little Mama? Not at all unless she playing... Uh, Lisa wow. Left Eye Lopez. So your shoe game don't look like your boo game? Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you will not hate. Little Mama had bangers. What bangers? I just gave you one. That, I that, the, you consider that a banger? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. As well as her song Sausage. that was a banger? What you mean technically? What does technically mean? Look, break it down for us, Chris. What is a banger technically? It did, it did numbers, but I mean, I don't rock with it. Okay, I'm, I'm what numbers that. did it do? I don't. I'm not a fucking manager, man. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm trying to. Hold, I'm trying to maintain the peace here. Like. And like this is, this is a gag to me because like you're a Twitter person. Yes, and on Twitter and people are going crazy. Little mama, people are going crazy for it. Wait, what, I don't even know the song you're talking about. Wow! Did you? I that I imagine that you never saw the video and how amazing the video was. What like what she song is this? My lip gloss is popping. No, is this new? It came out last year. Shoe game looking like your boo game. Her song sausage. The video for sausage. that was popping. Yes. Who says sausage? Wow! Nobody is checking for that. You aren't. You you checking for sausage too? Nah, Chris. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you know Chris not. <laughs> wow, this is actually I'm a bit flabbergasted. I mean, it's like it's it's literally like you are under a rock. No, I would have went with you if you would have you know popped the lip gloss. But other than that, I wow. can't. I can't really say. Wow. I mean, <laughs> to each their own. Yeah. Sometimes it takes people a little longer than others, but no, it's just not taking me long at all. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, you just ventured off in your own path. That's completely fine. Um, I'm here for it, you know. Do your thing. You've always been a little eccentric. <laughs> I would love for anyone out there listening right now, let us know if you have heard of and how you think about Little Mama's uh, shoe game, looking like Mabu game, as well as Sausage, because Drew definitely is under a rock, and he's trying to throw major shade to Little Mama. Um, so, write in. Let us know. Crickets. No letters. Because we're not going to hear no. niggas respond right now. <laughs> there are going to be no letters. Uh-huh. There are going to be no responses. People, I mean, people might go and search a song now that you said it oh, and Lord listen to mercy. it. But nobody uh-huh. knows the song. All right, you know the song? Like, you literally are... I don't believe you. I won't I won't use that Say, language. What's the words? What's the words to the song? That's the chorus. That's, what's, what's the... <laughs> and that's probably exactly why I wasn't even listening for it. Yeah, you weren't. Okay. Well, you know, hey. Come on, finish talking about the dungeon. Um, okay, so the dungeon, um, oh, Foxy Brown. Ooh. So Foxy Brown came out. Come through. In some shades, a mask, like a little, you know, them little glittery mask all the girls be wearing now. The <laughs> uh-huh. little shimmery little mm-hmm. you know what it, what it, what is it called? A kitten mask? It's like fringe. Fringe mask. So it had a little like yeah, it's like the little silver. At the bottom. Like it's a little silver fringe mask, you know. <laughs> when you keep doing this, when you keep <laughs> shaking your fingers underneath your face, I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. So I them think half I do. Come right here and it be just shiver, it be hanging. Okay, and it be shaking like this. Yeah, burlesque uh-huh. mask. Come through. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm talking about. Uh huh. Little fringe. <laughs> you stop <laughs> doing that with your fingers. <laughs> um. So she came out with that on. She had like some glasses on. She was like in, in all black mm-hmm. and like patent leather. And Foxy was drunk. Like, she was stumbling all over the place. Oh, um, no. She possibly just could not hear her, you know, because she's partly deaf, so uh-huh. I don't think she could hear her music. So she just started speaking over the music. And then she cut the music, talking about she wanted to speak to her bitches, and she started freestyling. We let her do that. The DJ cut back on another one of her songs. She's supposed to be rapping over the song, but she's literally just like talking and laughing over the song. Wow. Not performing. She's stumbling all across the stage. And then um, she like interrupts the music again, just talking about how she want to talk to her bitches again. That's why they didn't want no cameras out. <laughs> <laughs> well, the cameras are all out at this point. Wow. She want to talk to her bitches again. She wasn't done talking to her bitches. That's what she said. That's this what she said. Her, her language. Yeah, over top of the song. So they cut the music and she started to start, she tried to start freestyling mm-hmm. again, but everybody just started booing her. Oh, like, no. Boo, boo, get her out of here. And so somebody came and got her off the stage. Candy oh, came out, told me, some, now y'all got to respect my girl. Like, you know, just let her take the mask off. She's going to come back out. Everybody said, boo, no. They wouldn't let her come back they out. They were not here for it. It was oh, hilarious. No, this is horrible. It was horrible, but it was hilarious at the same time because I just, it was flabber. It was more, I shouldn't say hilarious. I should say it was, um, just shocking mm-hmm. like shocking uh, secondhand embarrassment mm-hmm. um, where you can't do anything but laugh like oh my god uh-huh. and so to fix it like there was a little dead space the DJ turned on a little Kim song wow <laughs> now that was shady. Chris now please tell the people how disrespectful this that is that was shady major disrespect like 
A lot of shade. That was really shady. And when I tell up. you that as soon as he dropped the song, everybody went, <gasps> of course they did. It was <laughs> like that the, DJ the air left exactly. the room. And that was like towards, this was the end of the show. So it was almost like Foxy Brown ruined the show, but everybody mm. had such a great time. Everybody was dressed up. Mm-hmm. I had on um, a see-through show. I never wear a see-through anything. Come on, get your life. But I had my chest out. I, I, had, a little, I had a little... Um, uh, what you call them harness on? I had a harness. You are not playing around. I had a black and neon green harness with mm-hmm, a, um, mm-hmm. a mesh shirt that had neon green back to it. Mm-hmm. I had on a jock strap, a neon green jock strap. You were living your life with my um, my black sweatpants pulled down. Just so like, yeah, so you know, your so ass could be like a little exactly. <laughs> I exist. Exactly. Right. That's what it gave. And I it was, exist. And as I walked, it would peek <laughs> through the bottom of the shirt. <laughs> you should have seen me. I was walking around Midtown, and people just kept looking and stopping. And like whoa like uh-huh. yeah I, Come I, through. I, I, I damn near picked up a couple of especially on my way back home uh-huh. uh, getting you know coming through Harlem I picked up a couple of trade items I could have went home with come through but I did not give them what you got I mean porch, well, it was really for me mm-hmm. it was about me celebrating my body that's how we being comfortable be. in my skin mm-hmm. um, you know I'm not no muscle queen mm-hmm. uh, but I know I look good and I know I could fuck there you go so that's how I rock, went into it. Like, oh, I'm going to the dungeon. Like, this right up my alley. I look good. I know I can fuck. Uh-huh. And I'm aware, you know, and sport and rock my shit. And so girls kept coming up to me all night talking about some, oh, my God, look at you. Your chest out. And, ooh, like, <laughs> touching on me and stuff. Like, it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> this smile he has on his face, It was face, cool. Y'all. You know, it was fun. Oh we my had a goodness, good time. He just lit up. I was with my friend Dustin. Dustin wore basketball shorts and a Versace robe. Live. <laughs> Live. He Dustin. wore his Jordans and his basketball. He said, I'll just wear what I wear, to, you know, when I go we get ready to fuck. So. Well, there you go. So that was fun. It was a good time, man. We had a really, really good time. Uh, shout out to my friend Victor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victor Jackson. Shout out. Um, he was like the coordinator, the producer of the show, and he helped make sure everything ran smoothly. He um, invited us to the show and allowed us to come, come and sit in, a, in the the lighting booth, the sound booth, and watch the show. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was glad to be there. It was great. So shout out to Victor for that and to Candy and to the whole crew for showing us a good time. I also went to see Madea. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Did you go with Jordan? Was Jordan able to make it? I didn't go with Jordan. Jordan wasn't able to make it. We was going to go on Saturday, but uh-huh. I didn't get the tickets in time because I ended up having something else to do on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um... Which was go get my outfit for the dungeon. Which mm-hmm. um, <laughs> But Jordan had already seen it. He already seen it in LA. We were just going to go together. Ah, okay. okay but it was okay. just like, let's not spend $150 on tickets Ooh, just so we can go see the, this, the show together. But, um, but we talked about it. And also, he was getting ready to go to, uh, what's that uh, Vogue lady? Vogue lady. Um, Anna? Anna Wintour. Wintour. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. He was going to Anna Wintour's house. Okay, come so. through. There was no other time we could go. And I'm mad you missed it. I wish you could have went. Oh, my goodness. But it was so much fun. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. It's not a good play, but it was just very entertaining. Okay. Like, if when I say it's not a good play, I mean that if you were just to read the script. Uh-huh. If you were just to, the play by itself, just standing alone reading the script. You have to be there. You it's have a, to be bodies there. Bodies have to be on stage. Yeah, and that's what I kept, it's like. A performance. It's experience I in kept wondering what was it about. Um, this type of theater that resonates with black people mm-hmm. and also doesn't get the the really the the respect in the theater industry and it's it's just a lack of of material. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't want to I don't necessarily want to say like it's the writing, but it is the writing. Mm-hmm. Like it is the um the lack of substance or the the nuance in getting to be below surface level. Mm-hmm. Um it's a very surface level piece, which makes great for, you know, humor and and a low hanging jokes, low hanging mm-hmm. fruit. Um and they use all of those things. But you know, there were some elements that sort of surprised me. Um you know, Medea has stepped up. She has these these uh, screens. What do you call these production screens? These big ass concert screens. What do you uh-huh, call them? Like, things? I don't know the name of shit today. Projections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but these are like full blown concert screens that are wow, like high def. And what was projected? The the houses of the neighborhood. Like oh, so, wow, it's a, the the set is a house, and so this. When the show okay, when the show opens up, it is a house and the projection screen and the projection. Well, no, it's just the projection screen with like water coming down, and uh, people are standing in the line and the girl in the center. They all have umbrellas, and there's like big, like huge drops, like not even like realistic drops of rain, but like, <laughs> like I can't stand the rain uh-huh. drops, like, like, <laughs> like a pool is just falling down from the sky. Like Janet Jackson and uh, what's the Janet Jackson video in Busta Rhymes? Uh huh. Like that type of raindrops, like that's coming down. Okay. Like there could be whole humans inside That's there. Okay. <laughs> so, so, and she's singing a version of "I Can't Stand the Rain," but like it's like really soulful and gospely, and like it has nothing to do with the show. Um, <laughs> it has literally nothing to do with uh-huh. anything that happens in the show. Besides, you can't stand the rain because you have an issue or there's a problem going on in your life. Uh-huh. <laughs> like that's literally. I mean, that could be anything. I love though, it. Like, but it literally I nothing. love it so but that just introduces you to mm-hmm. you know uh, the set I guess you can say because you don't really know who's singing the song or who they are because mm-hmm. they all have these umbrellas that they're using and they're twirling they have umbrella choreography um <laughs> Yes, they have umbrella choreography. <laughs> and then the house, so he has this turntable now. So now he has turntables. So the house opens up, like wow. to where it, the turntable opens up the house. And like there's another turntable inside of that that, that rotates the couch and rotates the, he got money. the dining room table. So it's like the house unfolds, boom. And then like there's all these things that keep turning so and going to It was really great. It. it was really great. Uh-huh. Like that was the gimmick. That was like I love the. It. That was the spec- wow. spectacle. Um, so that happened, and then like for a scene later on, it closes up, and mm-hmm. they do a scene in front of the thing, but the projection screens are in the back, and they have just like the neighborhood houses. So this is the house, their house, and then their neighbor's houses are projected the entire time, and then they randomly had like birds flying across the sky ever so often. Okay. Um, for no reason. Okay. Just like, and it went from day to night, you know, it, it did that it did thing. It was supposed to do. But then like when they did certain songs, you know how they do like medleys of R&B uh-huh, songs or gospel uh-huh. songs. So they did R&B songs this time and it was like my era. Like, oh, come through. Some Monica, some Brandy. Like, yeah, it was really like SWV. Mm. Um, so they did that. But like when they did the songs, they had like uh, almost like music video on the screens like happening. So they, they like use a, the screens. A music video of the like the actual music video of no, the song. No, not the actual music video. Okay. But like, I'm like that's but, a little no, but confusing. like um, not the music video, but like 
uh, B-roll footage of okay. just like that would go along with the That's so interesting that would me. go along uh-huh. with the song so like maybe just like a heel and some red lights and you know <laughs> like just the foot moving and the heel is there <laughs> and like the lights are red and it's if you got sexual the money, seduction right <laughs> they say I have the money right to go like, all out but it's like farewell but it's like they didn't really go out they just went out and got like stock video footage like to that like so they, he did like a little country song for the white people in the audience and like it was just like cornfield footage and like oh uh, <laughs> my mouth is agape cornfield so like, footage it really was like a, a man in a cowboy hat that you can only see his back and he's wow. walking through the cornfield and um he did a church song and like doing a church song so Tamla man sang take me to the king mm-hmm, of and course. during her singing take me to the king it was just like on on the projections, it was uh, almost like somebody was drawing stained glass windows the entire time. Oh, wow. Um, so, like, just more... <laughs> more stained glass was being more created. Just, yeah, just as the song went on. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was, like, the choices were interesting. I know they were thought out. Yeah. Somebody Obviously. thought about them. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, much. but somebody thought about them. But and so like the thing that I keep thinking about, um, you, you were talking about like why is it not res- like that form of theater, like respected in the theater community, and like I don't know so much about not being respected, and I really can't answer to that. But I I like what I keep thinking about is how important, how essential, um, like that genre of uh, performance and experience is needed yeah. because you have so many individuals like that is what they love. And I know we talk and, like, about that's that. That's what they we like talk about go to see, right? Um, and then individuals who like do Broadway and off Broadway, um, like that's also really important as well. And I just keep thinking about um, how it's just a clear reminder that like blackness is not a monolith, right? It's right. just so many variations and so many uh, ways that um, an audience member can look at theater and like see themselves reflected in it. Um, and I think about when I was listening to last week's episode and Jordan was saying that like that was his introduction into theater mm-hmm. right and now look at him look now what he's done yeah exactly so i think it's amazing i do too and i've always yeah. loved it and i've always advocated for it and mm-hmm. i will continue to do so and i know we talk about that a lot on this show just because mm-hmm. i'm such an advocate for it but i also can see how was the key yeah how, uh-huh. how, like it, it is definitely a key uh-huh. and that's, i mean i go there for the key yeah like like i need two seats so i can key and key uh-huh. because like you know you're gonna have an experience you are a mess yes. i can key and key yes let me, let me I get need this extra key. seat yes for the key because yes. i'm one key and i'm gonna need another key yes so i can have a key key yes <laughs> see you get me i get you <laughs> you're gay ass yeah we see each other <laughs> <laughs> Come through um, experience. But yeah, so I mean, it's really great. And also, I mean, what made me say that too about not respecting, I guess you can say, mm-hmm. was that during the show, uh, there's a scene where there is a young lady taking something out of the oven and she's she's getting it out of the oven. She's, you know, act, you know it's hot. Ooh. She has the... The, um, the mitts on. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. I can't think of shit today. That's called life. She has the oven mitts in her hand. She's getting, the, you know, she's like, Medea's like, what are you doing, girl? She said, I'm taking this food out the oven, Medea. He said, you're taking the food out the oven? She said, yeah, Medea. Is it hot? She said, yeah, Medea, it's hot. Yeah, it's macaroni and cheese. It's hot. Give give it here. Medea, no, hold. Don't grab it. Ah! And she grabs it and Uh just picks it up. What is this? It's light as hell. The girl was acting like it was heavy. It's light as hell. Uh She's just holding it up, flinging it around. What is this? (laughs) Medea, that's the macaroni. Ain't no macaroni and cheese in here. 
What you doing all that acting for? Quit all that acting. The Tonys ain't gonna give you no award. Don't respect shows like this. Quit all that acting. You ain't serving nothing but napkins. <laughs> and when I tell you I fell out. <laughs> well, they know they lame. They I know their place. Fell out. But Medea sold out Radio City. Come through and the then, entire and like, weekend. That's the thing. Like that is the thing. Name, there are so name many me a Broadway people. show that's that's selling out Radio City. Like there are so that many could people that flock that want to see this, that deserve to see right. this. Come right. through. I Get mean, all your coins. The only thing I'd be like, the Rockets was is what sells out Radio City. Mm-hmm. But like, wow, and maybe Dave Chappelle, like Radio City. Medea, shows. four shows. Come through. Sold out. Come through. Get all your life and your coin while you're at it. It's crazy to me. It's amazing. But I had a, a black-ass good time. That's what matters. I mean, people were coming in 45 minutes to an hour after the show had started. Lord, have mercy. And you That's know. the shit that wear me out. Now, if there's anything I'll say that wear me out <laughs> about it, that is it. And you know Medea went off. Of course. Rightfully so. She said, y'all just rude, just rude. We up here trying to think of our lines of y'all walking in, chewing gum, just popping gum in the front row. Just sitting up here, we're trying to think about what's next in the script, and you sit up here and... (laughs) First of all, she said, we up here trying to think about what's next in the script. (laughs) Not that we trying to live in this moment. I'm trying to think about what's next in the script. (laughs) Listen. Do you, boo-boo. But see, Medea don't know nothing about staying present. (laughs) Like, Medea falls in and out of character Tyler falls in and out of character <laughs> like and that's part of the whole gimmick which I thoroughly enjoy uh-huh. I think it's hilarious I think it's funny to be able to go up go up on stage know your character plot points and improv whatever the fuck you want to do mm-hmm. because it's your shit mm-hmm. you can do whatever the fuck you want to do that's that's a real deal skill set like and he was had commercials during intermission commercials yes so he's selling these um wow I don't want to. I don't. I don't know what the name of them are, but it's like "Damn bitch, my feet hurt." Shoes, house slippers. Uh huh. And so he had a whole commercial for these. Wow. My feet hurt. And was it like Medea doing the commercial? Medea was doing a commercial. Wow. Yes. And he had commercials for like. I guess he got a um, a Tyler Perry app coming out. Oh my gosh. A Tyler Vision. Come through. Um, also, there is... This is inspiring. Like, he has so much stuff happening. Come like, through. Um, but this is supposed to be Medea's farewell tour. And so, I don't know if it's going to be farewell. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to bring Medea back, because everybody loves Medea. Mm-hmm. Like, we want to see more Medea and less Tyler. Well, you never know. Yeah. But it was fun. It was a great time. And that's why, like, this week was just about, like, other experiences. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I think I was talking to you about this this past week, that the theater has been traumatic a little bit mm. um as far as for black people mm-hmm. in this this past season which has been it's been great work mm-hmm. but it it's sort of been like a little traumatic mm-hmm. and like you know suffering from ptsd mm-hmm. seeing all these different things happening to black bodies over and over again and we're still dealing with that in the real world so we're mm-hmm. dealing with it in the real world and we have to deal with yeah. it in the art yeah so it's like what what are we doing to um, decompress, mm-hmm. to uh, find joy, to mm-hmm. insert ourselves with joy? Um, because we're getting, you know, bombarded with all these other aspects. That didn't somebody just, I, and I can't even think of the person's name at the moment, but just watched a video where somebody was, a, a young woman was, uh, or an older woman was shot to death, you know, claiming she was pregnant. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, a, another man was, uh, you know, 
damn near arrested in his front yard because they suspected he had a warrant and didn't even know his name. Wow. Um, you know, there's so many different things that are happening in the real world, and then we're dealing with shit like white noise. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, that shit is traumatic. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm tired. Yeah. So I needed to go be with my people. People that don't give a fuck about the politics of the of the theater mm-hmm. or what is uh, acceptable and what's not and what's the standard and what's, you know, all of that mm-hmm. pomp and circumstance bullshit. Like, I, as much as I enjoy it because I'm a bougie, I'm a bougie nigga. Mm-hmm. And I love that shit. Like, I love, you know, going to the theater, having a glass of wine and mm-hmm. being able to uh, go out afterwards and, and enjoy the company of, mm-hmm. of actor friends. And, and I love and talk about, yeah, artsy farsy shit. And mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Break it down and like really get to the nuance of what we saw and talk about, you know, what the themes were and, and how it related to us. And I love that. Mm-hmm. But I also like being with my niggas and doing hood rat shit. Like, and sometimes I just need to be able to do that and not be feeling like, oh, I got to go to the theater today or what, you know, how am I going to prep my mind, my body to receive this, you know, experience on the black body? Because I'm sure we about to be harmed in some way. Um, You know, and that's why I love stuff like, you know, uh, the, the African school girls, African mean girls mm-hmm. play with the humor. Right. I loved Ain't No Mo. Like, that's why I went mm-hmm. and saw it five times because it rejuvenated mm-hmm. my life, mm-hmm. my being. That's the type of theater I want to see. Yeah. Um, but I don't always get that option because I have to, you know, go out and see multiple different types and all the different things. Mm-hmm. I don't get that option, which is like really eye opening for me this week, too, because that's so interesting. Going to see Medea and going to see Candy, these are theatrical experiences. Yeah. People that that and they put some work into it, mm-hmm. put some hard work into it, and to be able to do shows like this and take them on tour, like that's another big feat. Yeah, you know, be able to travel around the country doing this show and taking your props, and that's a lot of work. Yeah, um, and that's no small thing to to you know laugh at or or belittle. Um, and I know we talk about it and we laugh at it and stuff, you know, but like, I really want to acknowledge that these people work hard. That's why I said it's inspirational. Um, yeah, it really is inspirational. Mm-hmm. Like you can literally do anything. Mm-hmm. Candy took a bad situation and turned it into Cha-ching. something profitable. Yeah. Cha-ching. Like the, the, there were three levels to this show and they were, th- this show was sold out. Wow. People were everywhere. Really? Like everywhere wow um it was crazy like and you know my tall ass so like if i had to like go to the bathroom and try to come back because at the beginning of the show we were standing like towards the front of the right. stage and i had to go back people were getting pissed at me because i'm so tall and i come back and stand right in the middle of them uh, like right in front of them so we just uh-huh. had to end up going to the light booth because it was getting too crazy but bolo do you know bolo no i don't oh you need to get to know bolo who's bolo bolo is this male stripper that oh. was on the tour too okay bolo um he had the easiest job ever he had to do nothing but just like sling his dangling. Well, he didn't even have to sling because he didn't even take it out. Okay, like that. Like he, it was just the print, like you know, all the way down to his knee. His knee. I'm telling you, Bolo, Bolo got the like dick dick. <laughs> yes, it was crazy. <laughs> um. Oh, then the grapefruit lady was there too. The gra- Oh, the what? Who's the great? Oh, wait, who the grapefruit lady? The grapefruit lady that teach you how to, you know. Suck a penis. Ah, with the grapefruit. Wow. And a cucumber. Wow. I mean, and she. She said, I'm going all out. She gagged us. I mean, she gagged herself, but she also (laughs) gagged us. With her talents. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. I mean, she put a condom on with her tongue. Wow. That was theatrical. Wow. Man. Yeah, it was. was, 
how? how like I'm still confused like how like I tried to go home and do it <laughs> like you had a cucumber waiting at home like I tried a banana uh-huh. I tried to like go home and like how, like how did she flip that condom off of her tongue onto the dick skill like I mean it was so fast and skill. she rolled it down with and her I'm mouth sure it was effortless yes and she rolled it down with her mouth mm-hmm. two seconds boom come on girl that is a special skill that needs oh to be God. on the resume. Mm-hmm. And she probably get, like, she probably teach classes and get major coin, as she should. Well, I'm sure. Bless Ooh, you. Excuse me. I'm sure that she got coin to do this. You know, that's mm-hmm. she just taught us all. Like, and I'm sure people was going. And you went home and right. You went home and like, how can I do this shit too? Right. Like, <laughs> it was crazy, but yeah. So that was my week. Come through. You had a week, didn't I? You had you a week. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Come through. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad for you. Thank you. Come on now. What else happened for you? What else happened for I ain't even talking about me. I mean, but what you did something this week, didn't you? What you do? Um, I'll talk about the past two weeks. Um, oh, because you wasn't here last yeah, week. No. Yeah, where was you at? Um, because you just sort of like fell off the face of the earth after your birthday, and just nobody's heard from you. Yeah, nobody heard from me, which is good. So Diane celebrated her birthday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Two weeks ago. I did. And I have not spoken to him since. Yes, you did. Monday, you saw me. Where? Um, don't worry, I get to that when I talk about my week. Uh, but so, Monday. I had a birthday. <laughs> as he, don't worry. Um, maybe you'll get to it before I share, but either way, you're going to get there. Okay. Um, birthday. Oh, my gosh. We 41 minutes in, and we ain't even do nothing. Oh, yet. Monday! See? Okay, yeah, come on. See? Um, so yes, I had a birthday, my Jesus year. Yeah. And I will say it's 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 really interesting. So I'm not on social media anymore. Um and it's incredibly interesting uh having a birthday and not being on social media. Um just seeing the because like nowadays when it's somebody's birthday people rightfully will like post about it's my birthday and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um or it's set up, especially on Facebook, where it'll let you know when somebody's birthday is. Um, so it just was 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 super interesting. Um, the messages I would receive uh, about, well, from people um, saying happy birthday via just people remembering it was my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was that was that was really interesting and um, really nice um, receiving love from people who just remembered it was my birthday um, off the just strength of like knowing me. Um, so it was super chill, super laid back, super um, me. I went to this amazing um, spot called um, Ancient Air Baths. Oh, you um, did tell me about that. Which is in Tribeca. I'm gonna try to go. And this it week. was an amazing. Ex- I've 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 done it a few times, and it was a wonderful experience. Just getting to just like unwind and relax, and go through different um, heated baths and have a massage. Um, so th- I did that. I what else did I do? I I shared my. Um, like I had a final exiting um, performance. It was an excerpt of a scene that I wrote of a play um, that I wrote when I was at school. So that was this past week, um, which was really nice. It was just bada bing, bada boom. I am done. I am out that piece. I graduate on Friday and I am truly out. I started teaching um, playwriting to um, elderly folks who are HIV positive. 
Um, and I, I, I remember a few times on here just sharing, I've, I've been in a space of really listening to God um, and really understanding purpose and what my purpose is. And I feel the most alive and aligned with purpose uh, when I use my gifts, which are writing, and as it relates to HIV and AIDS. Um, and so being able to teach um, elderly folks uh, who are HIV positive, who have been diagnosed since the epidemic, um, and me being 10 years positive and being able to coexist in spaces with these um, individuals is so inspiring, so affirming. Mm-hmm. And me using um, the gift that God gave me to give back to these people um, is incredibly healing um, for I would hope all of us, I know it is for me. Um, so yeah, I've just been in a space of just incubating. Your eyes watering a little bit? Yeah, my eyes aren't uh, watering, but um, they have, um, and I'm sure they will continue to water because um, it's just a reminder of what was, I thought, the death of me and mm. the, what was the destruction of me. Um, I'm learning is one of the greatest assets, um, and it was God using me for greater, which I feel in my entire being um, that there's still so much more aligned with um, me being HIV positive and me being a writer um, that I can't even completely fathom what God is going to do with me as it relates to these two things. Um, So like that's the thing that gets me emotional is uh, the way that I know I'm being used and the way that I know I'm going to be used. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So that's just been the space that I've been in, what I've been doing for these past two weeks. And I feel like there's been like other things that's been happening. It just I can't remember what it is right now. Um, And here I am. Hey, man. I'm here with y'all. I love you so much. I love you, too. Gosh, he just gets me. (laughs) Man, you know how. You know, I, to be honest, Danye, I never knew that I could um, have a friend that was a soulmate until I met you. Oh, wow. I never knew that I could um, have such a platonic relationship mm. with another gay man mm-hmm. because I was so used to gay men, us being gay, meaning that they were always going to be attracted to me Mm. they were always going to want to have sex with me they were Mm -hmm. always going to want to um have some type of even though we may say that we're friends it's always Mm going to be something beyond that they're Mm -hmm. always going to want something like underlying thing yeah Mm -hmm. um and it wasn't until that i met you and and dustin Mm -hmm. my my two closest male friends mm -hmm. um because then all my other male friends are like straight Mm -hmm. but um i just never really Mm got that experience to have black gay male friends Mm -hmm. that were genuine and honest and felt um, unique and, and um, meant to be Mm -hmm. until I met, till I moved to New York. Amen. (sighs) Excuse me. Bless you. Yeah. And so I just think that's just so beautiful. And you consistently remind Mm -hmm. me of what it means to be a friend, but also what it means to put yourself first and show other people how, um, Show, being able to show other people how that you can help them by helping yourself first. Amen. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I just, I'm always in awe of you, and I just love you so much. Oh, so I'm just too. inspired by you. I love you too, and I, 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 I will say every single day, I am learning. Right. Uh, it's, it's one of those things where, of course, I don't have it all. Um, I don't know it all, and like I think that's the thing that 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 excites me the most. It's like knowing that it's still so much shit for me to learn. Um, 
and this is super super weird um but super interesting like how like i used it as um affirmation so i was watching this doc i've, I've been in this amazing space of watching so many documentaries and one documentary i watched called the inventor on hbo which was a really amazing uh documentary this um white woman uh in silicon valley was developing uh this uh like machine this like new way of um getting blood work done mm-hmm. and she was crediting um Thomas Edison and it was a quote from Thomas Edison which was um I failed a thousand times but that meant that um on my thousand and one time I would get it right which was I had a thousand times to figure out how to get it right and like it just it 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 makes me think of just like in terms of life, like knowing that there's going to be so many mistakes and like I'm going to fail so much, but it's going to be so many opportunities for me to figure out like how to get it right. Yeah. Right. Like how to be at the end of the day, my best self. And the, the phrase that I've been using more and more every day is like what I can do to make my soul healthy. And like, yeah. what does that look like? And what does that feel like? And what do I need to do in order to make my soul healthy? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I love it's that. work to be done. Definitely. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. That's your whole week. Um. Oh, and I was I, at the uh, Lortel Awards, um, which were really nice. I I really had an amazing time. The highlight for me was so is is. <laughs> Um, so I was nominated for best play along with Jeremy O'Harris, uh, with slave play, um, internet Wandu with Passover, um, Lynn Nottage with Malima's tale mm. and Heidi Shrek with, uh, what the constitution means to me. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, best play was the last play, um, uh, the last category I should say, um, to be announced. And when the announcement was made, Antoinette Wandu with Passover um, was uh, given the award, rightfully so. Uh And I hopped up to my feet and I just started like clapping and applauding. And Stephanie Berry, who played Aunt Mama in my play Sugar in Our Wound, she was sitting right behind me. And she, from how I popped up and how excited I was. She thought y'all won. she, she, She thought that I thought I won. She thought that I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, wait, he's, he's so excited right now. Was he about to walk down there? And like afterward, I was like, I heard <laughs> whose name it was. I know it I wasn't was still me. Excited. <laughs> I was still excited because Passover was an amazing play and uh, Antoinette really deserved it. But it was it was, it was was a funny moment. Um, and, then, and, and also it didn't help because Brandon popped up as well. And so. <laughs> that's that's friends. <laughs> exactly. And so, and so, like, she was like, oh, he must have really thought that he won because even, like, his husband popped up <laughs> next to him. <laughs> so that was a little, like, cute kiki of a moment. That's hilarious. But, yeah, so that was my, like, overall the past two weeks. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. And I won't be here next week either. You but... won't be here next week. Where are you going to be? Um... I don't know. I know I will be um, a graduate of the Juilliard School. Hello! And I'm just going to be soaking in all of that. Yes! So I ain't doing. So you did your final presentation this week? I did week, my final presentation. Which I came to. The trade, um, which was really, really. It, it was 
after what I was talking to um, to somebody and just being in my typical writer self, um, mm-hmm. they were like talking about how much they like enjoyed it and like I received it. Um, and I was just sharing how it was really nice. Cause it, it, that was my first time. Granted, it was just an excerpt of the play. So it was about maybe like 15 minutes of it. Um, but it was the first time hearing it with an audience. Mm-hmm. And I was saying that I was able to hear things um, that worked, that, that didn't work. Um, and so I was just saying the whole time listening to it, I was just paying attention to the audience more than anything. And yeah. I, like, I was experiencing it like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to work on this. I need to work on that. Um, but yeah. Well, that's what's up. So that was that. And you about to graduate. I'm about to graduate. That piece of Julia. come through. Yes, the prestigious. I'm about to chuck them deuces. The white folks institution. The white folks institution. You got it. You got that paper. Uh huh. The best revenge is your paper. (laughs) And you know all about it because you are a part of Beyonce's. Yes, I do. <laughs> we talked about it. <laughs> yes, I do. It was so funny. So you think like, what the fuck are you about to say? Right, like, what you about to say? <laughs> don't, oh, yeah, it's don't called Full it. Circle. It's called Full Circle. <laughs> yes. Very that. Okay. Oh, my gosh. We only have 52 minutes. We have to get on up out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, what we, what's you had a lot to talk about. Huh? You had a lot to talk about. I mean, I guess. Yeah. You had a lot to talk about. Uh-huh. Anyway. Uh-huh. Um... My God. Okay, so we guess we're going to go into... Um, what are we going to go into? I don't into? got a, uh, a monologue. You got a monologue? Mm-hmm. Hey, man. You know I'd be ready. Yeah. Jordan said so it best. The R stand for ready. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. He wasn't lying. Come on, Rakeem. Come through. Yeah. Ready, Rakeem. Yes, ready, Rakeem. Come on. So we got to get into... I said what I said. Oh, you hear that? Those vocals are just... Come through. It was sitting... Oh. Let's see what I got. <laughs> you cracking Chris up. Right, that's why I keep doing it. <laughs> you cracking Chris up. Because Chris couldn't take it. <laughs> All right, here Let we go. Let me get into this monologue. Boom. You know what that son of a blessed assurance said while I was up there singing? I'm up there in front of his pappy and all his relatives who support this school and all. I'm staring forward. I just hear him giggling. You can't miss Bobby Morrow giggling. Sound like two fat ladies amused by cake. Just him. So I just sing on, and all of a sudden, he's singing behind me. Low enough that only him, me, Junior, and Jesus can hear him, but he making everything with extra S's. Now, you know me. I can be a little sugary. I can admit it and say it, but I am still a child of God. No need to mock me when I am doing his work. I ain't say nothing. Just get back there, sit in, and every now I hear him say, Sissy, this sissy, this faggot-ass nigga. Even Mr. Steve, the custodian, done called me out my name that don't make it right. But now, in the middle of commencement, really? I started to turn around and say, Bobby, this ain't even the best time to discuss the growing unrest about gays in the army of the Lord. So if you could please let me finish this hair hymnal, then we could. But I don't say anything. I just stopped, got myself together and started up again. Choir boy. Come through. Robin McCrane. Come through. Yay. Come through. You did that. Well, thank you. Come through. That was an easy one. I know. You just seen it on Broadway. I know. Who made you choose that? 
Because I was like, I need to get a monologue. <laughs> if I can be real and then and then I was going through like my Rolodex of plays that like I had and I was out of town and so mm-hmm. I didn't have like actual like physical copies of plays I just had to go through the plays that like I On had via like e- uh, just via email honestly um, and I was like oh I got this um, in my email but this sounds like a, a earlier version it is Okay, it is. Like when it was at off Broadway. Off Broadway. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha, you. Got mm-hmm. you. I was like, this. Yeah, this has been uh-huh. flipped, flipped in reverse. That was for the true fans of Quiet Boy. Yeah, that's true. Who could take it to the way back? Yeah, not the Broadway, but the off Broadway. Yeah, because you saw both, I did. and I'm actually jealous. I did see them. I had no idea what I was seeing when I was seeing it the first time. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad I did. I know that's right, and mm-hmm. I'm jealous. Yeah. You should be. I know. My God. All right, now. Come on. What's next? <laughs> what's next? I don't got time. What did you start putting it back in my space? head? You put it back in my head. Uh-huh. And he started, you know how I get about Terrell, so don't, don't do not I this. know. Don't do this. It's, it's not a good day for this. I'm going to okay. come on one day. Don't. It's going to be a straight up surprise. Oh, don't. Seriously. <laughs> the oh, my ring. God. You're going to be gooped. Um, like I don't even know if I'll be able to speak or say anything. <laughs> like, watch and me, that's why I won't say a watch word. Me make up a whole language. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you know what? I'm just gonna go with it too. Watch me make up a whole. I'm gonna language act like I know I everything you're saying. <laughs> that I understand, and Terrell need to figure it out. Like, why don't you know what he's saying? I know what he's saying. What's up? Oh my God, I can't. I got you. Don't worry, I got you. Please do not. I got please, you. Let me know ahead of time, please. I'll, I'll um, think about it. Yeah, so okay. <laughs> like now even like I'm all flustered now. God, I can't stand it. I like what is this? Am I red? You're getting red. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and nothing has even happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the thing is he's just so tall and so oh. chocolate and just Okay, don't Okay, don't so do much. this. So I get it. And you're getting ridder by the second. <laughs> It's actually it's a little it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I literally can't. It's getting hot in here. Shout out to Terrell Alvin McCrane. Okay, Shout okay. Out. Let's move on to the uh, hot topics. What they um, be? Huh? What they be? Uh, we about to figure it out. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh, did we put in? Well, I guess we put Amber. Are we putting Amber in there? Does she even get to? Because since she ain't here, does she get the the right to be the hot topics lady? <laughs> what did that even mean? <laughs> the hot topics lady. <laughs> that reminds me of the Ponsaw lady. Does she got the right to be the hot topics lady? <laughs> like she the Ponsaw lady. Oh my god. Okay. So here we go. You better pop that gum. <laughs> Here we go. So Danielle Brooks mm-hmm. uh, is going to be doing Shakespeare in the Park. Yes, she is. She just recently did an interview with Vulture, saying that she um, turned down a movie to do this show. Oh, come through! Um, <clears throat> she said that she's primarily doing it because she never thought she'd get asked to do it. She never because Shakespeare in the Park is supposed to be like a really big mm-hmm. ordeal. It's it's a honor. Yeah, I mean, all of the the major stars have done it from Meryl Streep. Uh, you know, to Felicia Rashad, mm-hmm. uh, they have all been Shakespeare in the Park is like legendary. Is it? Yeah. yeah, to have your name up, especially to be the star of the show, mm-hmm. it just doesn't come just to anybody and everybody. Mm-hmm. So for Danielle to between. get this opportunity, she's like, "Oh hell yeah, I'm about to do this." So it's um, it's an all black cast of of what much to do about nothing. Yeah, directed by Kenny Leon. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, this is I'm beautiful. I'm geeked about this. I'm actually supposed to be going to a um, the dress rehearsal today. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna go because mm-hmm. you don't know how I'm feeling, but I might stop. Oh, they like they're already in dress rehearsal. They're in dress rehearsal. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was invited to a dress wow. rehearsal for today. Um, you know, we'll see how. And I'll be feeling bad because, like, when I first moved to New York, mm-hmm. somebody invited me somewhere. I'm on going. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like I don't know if I feel like it. That's very real. I'll be feeling bad though sometimes because gotta, the opportunity doesn't come to everyone, mm-hmm. and for me to be able to just be like, ah, uh, you know, I'll be feeling bad about. You got to meet you where you're at right now, well, that's and where that's I'm where at. you're at right now. Hello, <laughs> hello. Uh, thank, very you, that. thank you, friend. <laughs> very that. Thank you, friend. Uh-huh. Come on, you cold. You look cold. I'm always. What is going on? I'm Why always so cold? cold. I run cold blooded. I'm burning up. I'm a cold blooded nigga. What's up? Um. Oh. Um. Who? Uh. <laughs> Chris was feeling that one. <laughs> Come through. He liked that. And I started moving on. I started you did. About something else. <laughs> you did. I was gonna say this iPad. This is nice. I need to get one of these. That's why you wear me out. <laughs> this one of them big ones. And the thing is, you wasn't even trying to be shady. You were just really in it to win it. That's why you wear me out. <laughs> and I'm always in it to win it. Like people really think I'm being shady when I'm really not. Oh my goodness. That really just how I express myself. I try uh-huh. to find the appropriate words. <laughs> I really do try to find the appropriate oh words, but sometimes goodness. they just escape me. Uh-huh. Come through. Or I do find them, and then they come out sounding shady because they're the appropriate words. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, what's next? <laughs> um, but no, okay, so she's. Um, she said, I had an offer to do a movie I was excited about, but then I got this offer, a direct offer to play Patrice. Um, so she said, like, I'm doing this. I started thinking, what do I want? What mm. would I be proud of on my resume? And for me, Patrice mm. was that. Patrice was more often uh, has more often been played by thin white women. Uh, Emma Thompson on film, Lily Rab recently in the park, and Brooks would be the first black Patrice she said she had seen ever seen on stage, um, as well as the first black Patrice to play the Del- Delacorte Theater mm. um, in Central Park. Uh, to me, getting to play this part is opening doors to young black women that look like me or even relate to me. Amen. So that was a no-brainer. Uh, mm-hmm. Brooks went to your, your, um, your soon-to-be alma mater. Yes, she did. Juilliard. Um, and had a few smaller roles in Shakespeare productions there, but this is her first professional uh, her first professional Shakespeare production. Uh, she's joined by an all-black cast, mm-hmm. including a uh, fellow Juilliard grad, uh, Grantham, Grantham Coleman, mm-hmm. um, who was in the original Choir Boy. Hey, that's why I did that. What? That's why I did the monologue I did. You ain't even... Because I knew. Girl. I beat no win. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, so go and read the interview by Vulture. It's a really great uh, interview that she does. Um, talks about being all-black cast and, and how she's approaching the material. Uh, she also talks about... Um, uh, what the the play is about so if you don't know anything about Shakespeare which you know ain't nobody really reading much ado about nothing (laughs) you can go and find out a little bit about what the show's about and it'd be interesting just to get a little bit of a backstory so that you know what you're walking into Mm -hmm. and what the dynamic is for this particular play to have an all black cast Mm -hmm. Um, so get into it y'all it's happening Uh, much ado about nothing plays in Shakespeare in the Park coming up soon I don't know the dates but Y'all know where to find it. Soon and very soon. Yeah, soon and very soon. I'm going to go to the dress rehearsal and I'll talk about it sometime this week. And the website will be back up and running, y'all. I just, I ain't been, mm-hmm. I ain't been writing. You know, that's about another thing, too. What? For so many years when I've met you, I have not considered myself a writer, mm-hmm. even though I am a, a audio video uh, journalist. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I've convinced myself that I can't do it, that I'm just not as prolific with words uh, as um, my counterparts. Like, you know, I, I look up to you, you know, to people that, that create works that I really admire. Mm-hmm. I look up to them um, and have never really put myself in that same category. To, so what's the point of me writing? But I think I'm going to write my own reviews. Good. I think I'm just going to do it. We need you. Um, well, you already know that. Well, I've been trying to look for somebody else to do it for so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and there are people out there, but then also people that don't have, uh, I don't agree with their point of view. I mm-hmm. don't agree with the point of view. I don't think that it's uh, constructive to uh, the betterment of black people. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe that there are some yes men reviewers. Um, and so I'm just going to have to do it. Yeah. I'm going to have to find a class and have to really dive into it and start writing um, and stop telling myself that I need a whole heck of a lot of people just to do it and because I, I don't. Especially if you've been spending months to years looking for people. That's an indicator that it's supposed to be you. God. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to walk into my calling and walk into my new season. And like you said, I failed. I failed at this like so mm-hmm. many times and I've still not, mm-hmm. I'm not quitting. Amen. Um, I'm not giving up on it. There is a vision there. I see it. I don't know how it's coming in into fruition, um, but I'm desperately trying to make it happen. Um, so give me a moment, y'all. Like I'm just I'm in a I'm in a space, and I've been in a space for a while. They have no choice but to. Um, yeah, because it's mine, Amen. and ain't nobody else wanting. To, nobody wants to do the work. <laughs> <laughs> nobody else wants to do the work. Um, you know, but and I, but I do, mm-hmm. and I have to keep telling myself that I do. I have mm-hmm. to stop getting discouraged by um, by the the doubt of others and, and my own internal self doubt. Um, you know, my mental health has been playing tricks on me, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it had almost gotten out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thank God for the work that I did back in October, mm-hmm. back in November, December. Mm-hmm. Those months really built me up to get to this particular point to have the emotional maturity to reflect and say, okay, I've, I've mm-hmm. taken a couple steps back, but I can now refocus and, and rebuild. And it's not over until I say that it's over Come until on. God says that it's over. Come on, It's not over. It's, it's, it's still mine. I still own it. Mm-hmm. I still do the work. Nobody else can take it from me. Mm-hmm. Nobody else can stop me from doing it. Um, and I just have to walk in that. Um, so I'm gonna be asking you to read some shit. Okay. Okay, nigga. <laughs> um, moving on. <laughs> this is my nigga. <laughs> uh, back to the future musical. Uh, nobody wants it. Moving on to the next one. Uh, live for five tickets for a Strange Loop. Um, live for five. What is that? Oh, live for five lottery. Why won't this? Hold on. Oh, boom. There we go. I'm looking forward for Strange Loop. Um, so forward. Oh, I cannot wait. I'm going next Sunday before I come and see the show. Before we come record the show next oh, Sunday. Oh, wow. Um, I got invited to. I'm always getting invited to shit. Live. And I'll be trying to go. Like, I like I have to. Okay, so now I've, I'm going to venture off just one more time. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, there's this app called Fabulous. Mm-hmm. What is that it? That is just everything. It allows you to is it create. Fabulous? It is fabulous. Hey, things. now. Um, and I'm not getting paid for this promo anyway. <laughs> so just to let you know, I'm really serious. This is a. Um, it is a app that allows you to create routines. So you can, you know how you have a routine set in your phone where you just um, 
be grateful or uh-huh. uh, oh like be, like like a daily routine yeah daily routine okay yeah yeah so you can mm-hmm. set it at the morning you can put whatever time you want to start uh, or whatever I got it. and you like the first thing they try to train you to do is drink water as soon as you mm-hmm. wake up mm-hmm. so you drink water for the first three days and they give you permission to like add other things to Come your on permission to your list yeah I mean because it's about building the uh-huh. habit and consistently doing it so you can't put a whole bunch of things on your plate at one time I got it so they help you to sort of stagger and build those habits mm-hmm. over time. Um, and so they allow you to just add more things to your morning ritual. So now I'm, I'm meditating in the morning. I'm drinking mm-hmm. water. I'm taking my vitamins. I'm taking my meds. I am uh, 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 be, you know, setting a time to be grateful. Mm-hmm. And then I have an afternoon ritual and I have an evening ritual. Mm-hmm. And so it just reminds me. And it's, it's all these different things that you can do about, you know, uh, self, you know, self-care and centering yourself mm-hmm. and becoming focused and organized and it just has all these different tools like built in within the app um, that just really have amazed me and sort of changed my the way that I start my mm-hmm. day which is the beginning of changing your life mm-hmm. um, setting those patterns and setting those things it's, it's been absolutely phenomenal now I'm not back in the gym yet because I ain't added that uh-huh. on there yet um, that's gonna come that's but gonna it ain't come. there yet I'm, I'm gonna add it later on so we staggering. How, how did you find out about this? I just happen to be, I'm always on uh, the app store looking okay. for productivity apps. Like, that's going to change my life. <laughs> right. Like, that's going to help me <laughs> be better. <laughs> okay. I'm always looking for that next. So I found this. But this is actually really, yes, this you actually found. really helped. Yeah, it's like, it's been really great. I really love it. Oh, I love that. Uh, but it's so funny because uh, I'm, I'm you just be searching. Always, I'll be searching. Like, <laughs> where is the next best like, thing that's going to like, where the fuck is this thing that's right, what's going to give me the inspiration I what need to get the work done? Shit? Like, because sometimes them apps be helping where you get a new uh-huh. app and be like, oh, I can do this and I'm going to do mm-hmm. that. And like, it gets you moving. So I'm always There's so many apps shit. in the world. It's crazy. Ain't it? It's crazy. People are smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they create They shit. really do. Silicon Valley, where you at? You know, okay. In Silicon shit. Valley, that's where you at. Um, ooh, what I do here? <laughs> so this iPad, not mine. This is the interns. Um, and I want it. Shout out. I'm going to go buy one of these. Shout I out. got this little iPad because I don't be liking to carry because I was always carry my laptop too. I do use that instead of my laptop. See, I uh, I got I need. I have a desktop. Oh, you got a desktop? Mm. Okay, see, uh, I need to use my laptop because I it's got all the space and everything on it, and I be editing videos and all sorts of shit. Um, but I just like the way this feel and look. You know, <laughs> you, know you just be liking the way stuff look. Um. Going back to <laughs> you get on my nerves. <laughs> Going back to a uh, live for five online lottery giving out five dollar mm-hmm. tickets to the world premiere production of 2019 Whiting Award winner Michael R. Jackson's A Strange Loop, Shout which out. will be playing May 24th through July 7th. Shout out. Uh, presented and associated with Page 73. Uh, this strange loop explores the thoughts of Usher, a black queer queer writer working a job he hates while writing his original musical. A piece about a black queer writer working a job he hates while writing his original musical. I know that's right. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Michael R. Jackson's blistering monumentous new musical and his professional debut follows a young artist at war with a host of demons, not least of which are the punishing thoughts in his own head in an attempt to capture and understand his own strange loop which is basically the life and cycle of every black gay man I know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this this musical is really brilliant. I am Because you just, saw it before. Uh, yes. Like a workshop yes, and iteration of it. Yes, and I mm-hmm. would see it a thousand times over. I, I wanted that. to be in the show really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had the original team mm-hmm. that, that's been working on the musical since I saw it a couple yeah. of years ago. Um, all the entire original yeah. cast members. So, that's what Michael was saying. Um, which is 
which is phenomenal, yeah. which is great, which I'm so happen. happy. Yeah, I'm so happy for yeah. all of these gentlemen. And I was like, please, let make me a swing or something. Mm-hmm. Let me get a, let me get an understudy role. Let me just be in the room. Yeah. Let me just sing the music. That means it's so personal. Oh, it's right? it's yes. Because you know, like I just don't. I just it. can't get with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to resonate with me mm-hmm. for me to want to be in it. Um, you said what? There is one woman in the cast, mm-hmm. uh, Morgan. Yeah, yeah Morgan. Um, shout out to Morgan. Morgan be singing. Come through. Do you hear me? I can't wait to hear her. Morgan be singing. Okay. I don't know about in the music because I haven't. I can't remember exactly, but I'm just saying in general, mm-hmm. Morgan sings. Okay. Like, Morgan will give you a, a lyric soprano. I will hope that they utilize <laughs> the voice she got. Oh, I'm sure I feel like they will. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, so yeah, get your tickets. Uh, five dollar tickets to the work when you cannot beat that. Five dollar tickets. Five dollar tickets. Wow. So get into that lottery. Get into it and make sure you get your tickets. Go and see. Even if you don't get into the lottery, go and see the show. Yeah, it's absolutely phenomenal. Michael R. Jackson is pushing all sorts of boundaries. Mm, of course um, he is. And the people's about to be upset. Of course they will. <laughs> the people are about to be mad. I just, I can't wait be to mad, see what these reviews are going to say. Um, but I know what mine's about to say, okay? <laughs> um, let me see here. Um, Tony Stone casting changes. Ooh. Tony Stone is that... I uh, feel like they, they they already had casting changes, and that was more? Maybe, or maybe I did talk about this already. Mm-hmm. I think I might have talked about this already, but Tony Stone is the Lydia R. Diamond play. Mm-hmm. Um, Uzo was supposed about... to do it, but now oh, yeah. uh, April yeah. Mathis is doing it. Um, I think I did talk about that. Um, oh, what else is happening? Tatuba played by a white woman. Okay, so I didn't get these uh, hot topics today. <laughs> uh, our intern R died. Sorry. No, don't apologize. These yeah. are great, but I'm just being surprised by yeah. what's happening. <laughs> you so, in like, the moment, right? Like <laughs> in the real life moment. Um, what? Like, why is a, a white woman playing Tatuba in Crucible? Wow. Um, Tatuba, so, <laughs> come on, Tatuba. <laughs> I don't even have the, the I don't even have the patience. <laughs> I don't even have the patience for this, but uh Old Lean Theater Workshop criticized for having white actors play slave to tuba <laughs> in a recent workshop. The tuba is taking me out. What Tatuba? That's her name. Tituba. Huh? Tituba. <laughs> what? Tituba! <laughs> nigga! Tituba! <laughs> Do I gotta scream it? It's Tituba! When is it not been Tatuba? Cause it's always been Tituba. That's when it has not been Tatuba. Since when? <laughs> since the nigga wrote the play. I've always, since high school, I've said Tatuba. People have been leading you astray. This must be a Midwest thing, because I don't know nobody that don't say Tituba. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's it's Tituba over I'm gonna here. I'm going to let you keep what you got. I'm going to let the nigga keep what, what he got. About. Fuck this white man and his fucking play. Shit. You know how niggas take it too far. <laughs> there Fuck you go. His play, shit. So <laughs> only character, only black character in this goddamn play. I'm going to name her fucking sub Tatuba. Shit. Where's a Tatuba? The her. A Tatuba sound like something you get on when you at an amusement park water slide. And that's fine. And you're going down on a Tatuba. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's what it sound like to me. Uh, Tatuba sound like so a character times, in this play. How many times did y'all let me say Tatuba before y'all tried to start telling me it was something different? You were right. 
I just thought I was wrong. I said it the first time I heard it, <laughs> but you were still in your own little world. It's this iPad. I know it is. <laughs> I know it is. I want you. No, you need to Google that for me because I feel like it is the tube. I don't need to Google nothing. <laughs> Bitch, I know I am. I'm a bitch who know her name. Oh, Tichy boy. I've only heard Tichy before though. Really? Maybe I this wrong. Shit. Well, I guess I'm country as fuck then, because I've only heard Tituba. I mean, it could be variations. You could be teaching me. Okay. Tituba, tuba, tituba. Look. Tatiana, just just give her any name to begin with a T. Taquana, if you if you feel so inclined. Tierra Marie, what you want to call her? Oh, I can't. Shut up. I anyway, can't. this white lady played this role. Oh my god. Um, I I just mm-hmm. I can't. Um, so it says whitewashing has become a common term for white actors portraying people of color or being cast in a role for character who is historically a person of color. Casting mm-hmm. white actors in such roles has happened throughout history, but major Hollywood films um, in recent years like Doctor Strange, Aloha, and Ghost in the Shell have recently mm-hmm. have increasingly faced black backlash for doing so. Um, last year, white actor even dropped out of Hellboy following pushback from him being cast as a character who is Japanese-American in the comic books. Good. Um, yeah, like, I just don't understand why this is even a thing. Like, Okay, so she said, there's no one in the workshop I know that it would intentionally slight anyone or cause anyone any issues or intentionally be distasteful to anyone. Girl, how many times are you going to say anyone in this song? Wait, who, who, is, who is saying this? Um, this is the uh, operator, Leslie Patron, who runs Washington Street Nonprofit Theater Company with her husband, Nick. Uh, they said they leave all casting decisions to the directors, but she's sure that there was no malicious intent behind the Tatuba casting. Oh, my gosh. Like, she, she wasn't even the, she didn't even cast the casting the is already she's the already sticking up right she's sticking up for the director saying there was no malicious intent well the fact that they did it girl there, there it is like it's it's plain as day it's written on the wall um, the director of the production Jake Riggs said he cast Mul Ryan as Tatuba because no woman of color came out for public auditions held several weeks ago he had he added it was difficult just to find male actors as eight of the males ten male characters ultimately had to be played by women all I was doing was trying to put on a show. Said, well, maybe this wasn't a show for you. Okay? Maybe you should have been sticking to 42nd Street or, you know, uh, you know, one of them three-character white women plays like Crimes of the Heart or something. Like, maybe- and is this is this not like an indication that, that motherfuckers are tired of of these older plays constantly being done. Yeah, like, like could, nobody could wants to see the crucible. That they exactly that people now want to see newer work. Nobody wants to learn how to say tituba. <laughs> you ain't even like, say that right. I just said it. Okay. I said tituba. Ain't that right? Tit. Uba. Okay. Bitch. Okay. <laughs> Go with that. That's not it. Go with that. Fuck you. <laughs> I love you too. Because that is it. <laughs> um. So there is a black Broadway mural happening. Oh wow. Uh, Italian artist Giuseppe Pervic Pervisvati. You better say that. Persivati. <laughs> Persivati. Yeah, that's what it say. Giuseppe Persivati, better known as Pepe Gaka. And local artist Anthony Tidwell has been Pepe close. Gaka. <laughs> Come through, okay? Is that not what it say? Where I'm looking at, right here. 
Pepe Gaka. I'm living. <laughs> Come through, Pepe Gaka. Has spent close to two months working on a mural that honors the cultural entertainment legacy of African-American community in Hot Springs. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it's not like a real Broadway mural. Maybe it's just like they call it. Because, you know, they have like different sections of different arts areas they'd be calling Black Broadway. Mm. Like if there's like an art section in like a city or something, they have like a strip. Uh, you know what I mean? They'll call it Black Broadway. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what this well, is. Come on, celebration. Um, so congratulations to y'all. Do your thing. Make the mural. Show it. Send us the picture when you're done. Um, yeah. Let's move on to Morehouse Student Loans Forgiveness. That happened this morning. Wow. Like, so the billionaire who gave their commencement speech uh-huh. basically said that he's paying off all their student loans for the class of 2019 for Morehouse. Wow. Like, to leave college debt-free. I know they all burst out in tears. They, so they, burst, the they had think to burst out in tears. Think about the people that were supposed to graduate last year <laughs> and didn't graduate last year, uh-huh. but graduated this year instead. Woo! That's God. The... <laughs> Ooh, I the wish blessing, I could have been there in that moment. The blessing that just rises to up in experience. My I just I can't. What that was like, like, I can't. I can't deal. That's beautiful. Like, I, can somebody put me on the list of, of Howard 2019? Wow. <laughs> like, put me on the list. And talk about giving back. My God. That's. When you got all that coin. You got all that coin. And you, like, they're just going to sit there and ain't going to go with you Hello? when you die. That's what I'm saying. Come through. That's beautiful. My God. <sighs> Thank you. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Congrats to all those individuals. Um, yeah. Congratulations, especially to those uh those theater majors. Yeah. You know that you you just dodged a whole a yes. whole bullet like going into the world trying to to uh, pursue a career in your craft. You have the door has been wide open mm-hmm. for you like there should be no reason that you are starving or any of your friends are starving while you're trying to pursue this because you don't have any student loan debt I mean I guess I can't really say that but like I know it's a struggle but like man that's a, that's a weight lifted yeah that's a weight you have a wonderful lifted ah uh, that's beautiful so congratulations mm-hmm. man um I also wanted to say that um during the performance of Octet mm-hmm. there was a audience member that um started vomiting in the middle of the show. Oh my gosh! Um, I mean, the ushers were really great about it. Uh-huh. They cleaned it up, oh, like within moments' notice. Um, but there were a couple audience members that got thrown up on. Oh, um, what would you do if you got thrown up on in the theater? Oh my god! You would throw. Throw up would be everywhere. It <laughs> like, would be. It would just be continuous because if okay. you throw up, I'm gonna throw up again. <laughs> okay, and then the whole audience just throwing up. Right, everybody throw it up. Oh lord! It'd be a production mercy. of 1984. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it would be the episode of Family Guy. Okay. Oh lord! The Exorcist. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. I would get up and leave. <laughs> Your face is so chopped and screwed right now. Because that's can't. so ooh. <laughs> I'm just thinking about Thorpe getting on me and my clothes. Isn't that horrible? Mm-mm-mm-mm. But you know, things happen. People get sick. Yes, they do. Um, You know. In the middle of a show. Yeah. I mean. Yes, they do. I don't know how you could like not feel that coming. 
I don't know. I like, know that theater had to stink. Oh my god! I know that theater. Like, can you enjoy the show after that? I can. I, w- I would definitely be leaving. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way that I, I mean, even just the smell of the hint of the smell, like. Ooh, my stomach is getting all. When I told you I wanted to go see Slave Play, I sat behind somebody to that. Throw up? No, 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 they didn't throw up, I'm but like, it smelled like given? it smelled like they should have. Um, like I literally got such a bad headache um, because they their hair like they had this hat that smelled like it had been like in a puddle water Ew. and like dried, and then like they put it on and like. Like they had never washed their hair, like it was just so bad, like and I couldn't escape it because they were sitting right in front of me, and there was no way I could turn my head to like because you gotta look forward to watch the show, right, right, right. And so it was just so bad, like my nose ended up being stuffed up by the end of the show. I had a horrible headache. Oh my god! It was I wanted to leave, but I, you know, it was slave play, and the ticket was, you know, I couldn't Mm -hmm. just walk out of there. But like, if it was something else, I would have walked out. Yo, take care. I would have walked out of Octet probably. Come on, hygiene. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. What is that? Well, I mean, I think we... Let me see. Let me look at here. What you about to look for? Um, I want to make sure that that we addressed everything we need to address this week. Because um, I really... We came in here We come in here and talk. And I be feeling like we don't have nothing to talk about. And all of a sudden, we just be talking and talking. Mm-hmm. Um, That's how it always be. Yeah. And um, so y'all going to be mad at me. Why? Because I can't find a space that's um, affordable enough mm-hmm. for the live show for June 10th. So we have to figure out a new a new date. Okay, I'm not mad at that at all. Um, it's just not it's not just because there's so much happening for the summertime mm-hmm. award season, mm-hmm. um, and I want to be able to plan it properly. Yeah, I don't want to rush it. I don't want to you know, and then also trying to confirm guests. That was a three different things that I ran into. Yeah. Wanted to plan it properly, trying to book guests for the day after the Tonys. Um, when nobody knows if they're going to win or what they're going to be doing, you know, what press tours they're going to be on for the next day. Um, so that was that's been difficult, and then finding us, you know, the space and and just um, that won't charge me an arm and a leg. We'll figure it out. Yeah, so we'll figure it out. But just to let y'all know, um, we're going to postpone the live show until another date. But it'll be sometime this summer. Okay. I'm not I'm not going past August. I just can't because once I go to uh, I'm going to uh, Costa Rica for my birthday. Live. And once I come back from that, I don't want no projects on my plate. I want to be able to start fresh and and get ready for the new. The new season. You're ready for the new new. <clears throat> yeah. I want no lingering shit on my plate. That's real. Okay, um, come through. Yeah. So, uh, the people, I love y'all. What's up? Um, We thank y'all so much for tuning in. We thank y'all for hitting us up on the streets and telling us how much y'all love the show. Um, We really appreciate y'all, man. Like, we really, really appreciate y'all. We thank y'all for tuning in every week. Um, thank y'all for listening to uh, Amber's show. Y'all really loved Amber's show. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a really amazing show. Yes, I haven't still haven't finished to it, but what I did here was just so inspiring. Tiffany, Rasidra, like we need more of that. We need more of black women um, stepping up and and speaking out. And I'm so grateful that they did that show. It was so beautiful for what I did here. I can't wait to go and listen to the rest. I'm a little behind. Um, I'm actually behind more shows than that one, but um, I, that one I made sure I listened to because you know I wasn't here and mm-hmm. two I wanted to hear what what they had to say. Yeah, we wanted to hear them speak. Yeah, and they spoke. Um, so we thank y'all so much for tuning in to a brand new episode of Off Book presented to you by Broadway Black. We don't have no listener letters, so we need y'all to email us, ask this us your questions. Popping. You know, I mean, it could be anything. Y'all could just really tell us. Tell us anything. Tell us a story you want to hear from me. Like we tell like us how you feel about Little Mama shoe game looking like my boo game sausage. No, 
But I mean, I guess you're okay. I mean, whatever gets you to write. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I also feel like y'all don't be having no qualms about asking us, can you be on the show? But this is your chance to be on the show. <laughs> By asking questions. Yeah, like writing in. Like, and don't mind, Danye, you can write a dissertation if you if you want to. You can, actually. Yeah, write, write in. And like, this is your chance to be on the show. Say what you want to say. Write an opinion. You know, mm-hmm. whatever you want. You want us to discuss something. Like, I know y'all be listening. I look at the numbers. I be loving y'all uh, letters. I do too. I do. So we want more of them. Mm-hmm. So let's hear from y'all. Write into us off book at broadwayblack.com. That's the email address to get in your info off book at broadwayblack.com. You can hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at off book podcast. That's at off book podcast. All one word, no underscores, none of that. Just get into it. Email us. Hit us up on social media. We love hearing from you. Thank you so, so much for listening. I'm glad we could inspire y'all to get through y'all week as black people in this theater community. We Mm -hmm. need y'all just as much as you need us. So let's lift each other up and we'll see y'all again next week. I'm Drew Shade. I'm Tituba, formerly known as Tituba. (laughs) This bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, (laughs) y'all. God will... He will take care Oh yeah That's why I'm singing like this Oh yeah God will Yes he will Yeah look I want to see Tyler Perry That's why I'm singing like Come this Come through Yeah yeah God will Yeah Yes Yes. <laughs> I, was, I was trying so hard to like to add an off book element in there, but ever since you referenced Tyler Perry, <laughs> you, you that's didn't know all where to I go. <laughs> you didn't know where to go. There was nowhere for you to go. <laughs> you didn't know how to come in there. Come on, Brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God will. He will take care. Oh, yeah. Look, I'm almost, I'm almost ain't too proud a little bit in there. <laughs> I'm almost a little. Because you know, Jarvis, Jarvis be in there squalling. Oh for the God. And I love every second of it. Like, Jarvis Manning ain't too proud. Uh, who else? Uh, St. Aubin. He goes by St. Aubin. Okay. Um, he plays uh what's the um uh it was the fourth of September. Is that ain't that the words? The day I'll always remember. Uh-huh. Um he's singing that part. Okay. What's the name of the what's the name of the temptation? Huh? Chris, why well, I can't hear over here? What's going on? I can't hear nothing. Oh, because I maybe I got my earphones still in. Oh my god. I have my no, well I still can't hear nothing though. I have my AirPods in, but how I had AirPods and then the headphones on top of the AirPods. Can you hear something? Yeah, I can hear. It sounds really good on my end. I can't hear. Maybe. Okay, talk, Danny. I am Okay, boom. There we go. Okay, okay, okay. You just had to push it in just a little bit? Yeah, I had to turn up the volume. I had to turn it up a little bit. But that sounds like, I mean, that's all the way up, though. I'm scared of that. I'm scared of that. I am. Okay. Here we are. Woo! Lord, Father God, okay. All right. Here we are. <laughs> we here. Just me and you. My God. It's just me and you. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org, because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.